Hey fellow tennis nerds and welcome to another episode of the Tennis Nerd Podcast. This time I'm talking to Filippo Gioello of Mental Tennis. He's a mental tennis trainer. He's been working with mental tennis and an approach to the game that's quite unique and refreshing, I would say. I've been working with him myself for a few weeks and I've noticed very uh, significant improvements in my fighting spirit, in how I, uh, where I am on the tennis court and how I really look forward to competing instead of having anxiety and being stressed about the performance. And I think he has a real love for the game and uh, his approach to tennis is inspirational. And uh, I can really recommend you checking out him, his services, mental-tennis.net mental-tennis.net is his website and we had a quick talk about mental tennis and what it means to him and how his approach is to tennis and why he thinks this could really benefit tennis players of all levels to really dive into this and work on their mental strength and be able to enjoy tennis more this way and that's really helped me so it's coming from a place of honesty and I really thought it would be interesting to have a quick chat with him about his uh, background and his uh, training program and he really is 100% uh, focused on this. And it's really his love for the game really shines through when you work with him and his, um, his partner coaches. We actually just finished a session before we did this podcast. So we're diving straight through. I wanted to explain what mental tennis is. What's the core of mental tennis? So, Jonas, mental tennis is a mental ten- training method that uh, works on tennis players. Uh, that I've been writing after 15 years of experiences on court with uh, alongside tennis player professionals from ATP, WTA, and ITF uh, circuits. Uh, it works not only to, trans- to turn your mind into a powerful resource, but also it trains your, your spirit, your tennis spirits on court, which is uh, something new that people, most of the time, they don't even know exists. Because most of the time, people, they are not connected with themselves. So this is something pretty new that we are trying to introduce to the world of tennis. And uh, it's not easy to explain in a few words, but when people, they try and on their own skin, they, they really notice the differences. Yeah, I mean, uh, talking from my own uh, my own work with you, it's been uh, really eye-opening. I mean, I read a lot of like psychology books about uh, tennis and mental tennis. But working with you in practice has made me understand what I need to do to fight harder and enjoy competitive tennis more and not to let my anxiety uh, about the result get to me and make me play worse and not enjoy tennis as much. So I, I must say it's really been a, a good experience and I understand that it's a really a practical thing. Uh, how did you get started yourself with this? And I mean, you've been doing it a long time. Well, I guess sorry because uh, the first... Uh tennis player who faced this problem, the same problems you had, it was me when I was a tennis player. Uh, I, I had to quit tennis because of my asthma. Uh, so I always had uh, like a great passion for tennis. So I decided to, you know, become a coach. And then uh, during all these years, I understood that the mental part is uh, fundamental, is the crucial part that determines uh, if you win or if you lose. Uh, in the crucial moments. So I decided to study a lot. So I took two masters uh, uh, in uh, sports psychology and uh, um, coaching. And then uh, I made my own experiences. So I decided to leave my 
I was a country, uh, you know, the country manager of a Swedish company, actually. You're Swedish. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I left this career to, yeah, to run up my, my business and following my dreams. And uh, I survived till now with this job. So it means that uh, if I didn't work, if I didn't produce results on players, I couldn't survive myself. So that means that I gave all the best I could to create a practical method that uh, is based on producing results on people. Uh, so actually, this is my story. Um, when you work with players, do you work with many at the same time or do you work with players of all levels and ages or is it mainly like high level competition? No, let's say that uh, I work with uh, players of any age or any level because uh, it doesn't depend on the level of technique you have got. Uh, when it's a matter of uh, mental uh, toughness, all players face the same conditions on courts, the same situations. Sometimes they feel uh, blocked during the crucial points. Sometimes they feel too much pressure. They cannot play anymore their game plan tennis. Uh, so they are blocked by uh, their anxiety or the pressure of the parents. So uh, when we talk about mental, all the tennis players face the same uh, situations on court. So what I can say is that I extracted from the professionals things that are really uh, worth it, that they work, and I gave, I gave them to you know, amateurial tennis players or competitive tennis players. So the tools, because mental tennis, uh, it's a path, it's a kind of philosophy of approaching tennis competition, but it, it gives you also tools to put into practice every day so that you can improve your tennis. And these tools were extracted from the ATP circuit. How do you, um, how do you work in, in these kind of COVID times? Have you been working online or uh, are you still yeah. out doing um, courses now? Yeah, since the COVID has begun, I tried to to change my business. I worked a lot uh, online, uh, making uh, seminars, webinars, sorry. Uh, So as mental tennis, as a theoretical part, first of all, uh, which uh, leads you to be aware of what's going on inside of yourself unconsciously. Uh, First of all, we try to train tennis players uh, on the theory. So that's why we, as with you, uh, we are making uh, webinars so that, first of all, the people, they can know about the theory of the, of the method. And then we, we step on court to make them training. Now, situation is a little bit better. So sometimes it happens that we can, uh, you know, step on court to train tennis players. Also, in Spain right now, the situation is not that good, but, but... Uh, uh, as I was saying to you, uh, mental tennis is made of two parts. Uh, the first one is the theory that you, tennis player, have to study. Uh, and then there is a practical part on court that we, coaches, are you know training you. That we are checking if you really understood what we want from you. And uh, until the time you don't show us that you really understood what we want from you, we don't go over with the, with the program. Yeah, because yeah, you have to see a commitment from from the player, I guess. And and when we've been doing these uh, video calls, you always uh, encourage me to use my video, and so you can see my eyes and and my uh, kind of that I'm dedicated and focused on the work. And it, it obviously it's a smart thing, you know, it really helps. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I need to you know check if you if you are focused, if you really understood, and you're you know this is something I study. The movement of your eyes shows me if you really understood or not immediately. 
the concept and uh, by this kind of situation you can go on or stay there until the players doesn't understand really what you're asking him or her how long is the process usually when you work with a player do you keep continuously uh, doing sessions or do you have like a set program and then you're done and you uh, evaluate well you know um the thing is like this w- w- when we talk about professional tennis players it's a long-term project when we talk about uh, normal tennis players uh, we have divided three courses. The first one is called Start, which gives you the fundamentals of mental tennis. And it lasts like uh, 10 sessions. And in this 10 session, we are pretty sure we can give you all you need to be independent because our, our target is that you can reach autonomy. So you, that you cannot depend on us because we are completely different from a mental coach. We are trainer. Our job is to train you put into practice mental tennis. Uh, you don't have to depend on us. You will be the best mental coach of yourself once you step on court to compete. So that's a completely different approach. Uh, so normally we have like a 10 session theory. After all, after this, with the young players, we make an exam. And if they show they, they understood, they pass to the practical part of the trainings. And we have weekly programs. In the weekly prog- programs, normally we do like two or maximum three subjects at the time. Then we let the players play in tournaments and then they will go back to Marbella or to Rome or to Milan to make the other weekly program. Uh, so uh, it's very important that people understand that it's a path. It's a journey and you have to enjoy it. But to interiorize this method, you need time. You need time, but results are huge. Okay, because you completely change the way of approaching tennis. First of all, you will have a lot of more fun, you enjoy more, and you will understand what's going on in your mind when you play tennis, which is completely different from before. And maybe you were blocked, you didn't know how or, or what was blocking you to make the right forehand at the right time, to close the point, and you will go home like frustrated and stuff like that. Yeah, that's something that I've really noticed in my own uh, tennis, that it's, it's helped me become aware of my emotions when I play, so I don't let my emotions affect my decision-making too much or tense up my muscles. And uh, that's really helped me a lot. And uh, obviously it takes time and you need to work uh, together with you uh, and uh, and kind of, you know, as you said, like integrate the method. Um, do you, you know, keep in touch with your students? Do you keep measuring results? Do you have yeah, any course, kind of I'm testimonials? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I'm. I'm always in touch with them because uh, that's a great thing. That uh, after all this path, we all become friends. And uh, like in rugby, we have the third time. We we stay a lot together because also it's a right a new philosophy of approaching tennis. Uh, I've been noticing uh, going around the circuits. There are a lot of people very sad about uh, tennis. They are very <sighs> my God, too much pressure on them. So my, 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 my aim, my target is also awake them spirits to, to, to make them understand that it's just a tennis match. Of course, you have a lot of pressure because if you have to survive with tennis, uh, you need to, you know, to earn money. I know. But if you go on court with all this pressure, you will not play the tennis you have inside. So you need to have a balance. Okay. So yeah, I'm still in contact with the with the most of them. I, I have created actually a network, and uh, people they experience mental tennis. They they are very happy to promote mental tennis. It will help them to improve not only as a tennis player but as a man. 
in life. Yes, so I have testimonials. Yeah, I have like a, a ATP players uh, which I follow. Not so famous, like not the 20 of the world, but still ATP players that uh, they promote mental tennis around the globe. How can you get in touch with with you and and your your company if you want to kind of start working with the mental tennis? Yeah, of course we have a, a, a website www.mental-tennis.net. Net because it's a network. Because we're not under any federation, uh, we are just uh, on our own. And uh, if you want to visit our website or following us on the social media like Facebook and Instagram. It's mental minus tennis. This is very important. It's not connected. Not it's not mental tennis because uh, we make two different parts. The first one is mental on the theory theoretical part, and the, and the, and then it's tennis on court. So, as we say, we are not psychologists. We are trainers. We are tennis coach, but specialized in the mental part of tennis. We use men. We use a mind uh, as an engine that will turn on your uh, your performances on court. So uh, when when you do uh, the the program full on you're going to do some court time with you and and you have uh, how many coaches do you have you work with? Now actually there are six. We are expanding day after day but uh, it takes time to form them to to train them. So I would have more but uh, I, I cannot say that we are more because they need time to be, you know, very efficient on court, and uh, they, they need uh, time to study and to put into practice mental tennis. So, by right now, we are like five or six, almost six. And you're based in Italy mainly, but also in Marbella, you said, right? Yeah, uh, I'm based in yeah in Milan and Marbella. I'm uh, I'm Italian originally from Italy, so. I have a, you know, an academy in Marbella and Milan. But you can also work with you online. Is that possible now in, in COVID that you can create like a program with you online like I've done? Yeah, of course. Uh, that is very interesting for you to tell to, you know, people. Uh, yeah, this online part because I'm working a lot online and it's, you know, it's working because people, they really don't understand how to get in contact with themselves, how to speak to themselves when they're playing tennis with the inner dialogue, the self-talk, we call it. The online part is fundamental to understand the, the, the theory uh, of the method and then to put into practice. You can put into practice with your own, on your own or with your coach. Or if you want to come to Marbella, of course, it will be much more effective. I will be training you. Can you give an example of how a training session would be on court? Uh, how, how, like an example yeah. of how, what you work on? For example, normally we do two and a half hours in the morning and two and a half hours in the in the afternoon, and we just follow the program. So we have the subject, the daily subject in which we work to, and normally during a weekly program we have like uh, three subjects, three teams, no more. Uh, you have to know that we have uh, a total amount of uh, 20 tools that people they have to be able to put into practice when they compete. So it's uh, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. But we all know that when we when we go on court to compete, we cannot you know uh, bring too too much theory. So it's very important for us that you interiorize this concept. And uh, in the weekly program. We work at two, maximum three concepts at the time. And uh, once you have uh, interiorized the concepts, we will go on with the program. Otherwise, 
as with Andrea happened, if you don't show us that you really are able to manage to, to handle the, the concept, the teams, we cannot go on with the program. So this is how the way we, yeah, morning and afternoon. Very intense, very intense trainings because we want you to pass through the hell that you, you might pass when you play tennis in the competition. And then you have to find the key, the solutions. To, to find the solution that you can have during the tournament. So it's, if you haven't passed through the hell and you didn't find the keys to, to go to heaven, uh, it's not realistic, it's just theory. So that's why we made this weekly program, to make you pass that through the hell that a normal tennis player passes through. And then you will have to find on your own, you have to, to put into practice mental tennis and you will, you will see that it works, okay? Because otherwise it's just theory. It's just you are like a... You go in a seminar, you explain by theory, but then you're not able to show to your students that you're able to put into practice mental tennis. No, no. Uh, my trainers and me, we are the first one who give the, ex the right example. We step on core, we try to give our best and to put into practice the method. So if we want to show the solid game, uh, the mental toughness, we are the one who will show you on courts with exercises, specific exercises, okay? Yeah. So this is also another very important thing that mental tennis uh, gives you. Uh, it will improve your human virtues, like patience, uh, mental toughness, being proactive, resilience, resilience, and so on. Yeah. So it's some it's tools that you can actually use in other kind of daily situations as well. But it kind of is very clean, clear in tennis that. Uh, what you go through in a tennis match, you can apply these kind of more practical methods uh, to get yourself out of out of negativity, right? Exactly, exactly. No, no, this is fundamental. I mean, it's uh, it's also good when when you learn this on, on court, you will you know use them uh, also in practical life and uh, daily life, and uh, also when you when you work on your daily job. What would you say is the kind of do you, would you have like a one fundamental key that that mental tennis teaches you? Is it all about like trying to uh, be aware of your mind, or um, what would you say is like the fundamental yeah. background? Well, the, the fundamental and the most important difference is that mental tennis just not only gives you your mind as a tool. So, for example, you have a lot of tools that you can use when you're playing tennis. And it will improve your game plan and your efficacy in, uh, on court. But it's not just only this. Mental tennis will train your spirit. So can you imagine Nadal? Can you imagine the warrior spirit of Nadal? Okay. So if you can imagine how many trainings Nadal had done in his life to really be patient and, and be like a warrior in his attitude, you can understand what we are doing when we train you in court. We are training like this to make you grow in the water spirits, in mental toughness, in be patient, don't rush the rally, try to build the point, try to play uh, disciplined, okay? So th those things are normally, they, it requires time, but it gives you a totally different perspective on how to approach tennis play. Because most of the time people, they are afraid and they lose matches on their own. Not just because the, the opponent was too good for them, because they were blocked. So we try to make you enter on court with the warrior spirit. And this spirit we have extracted from Rafa Nadal, which is our testimonial. The best warrior in, uh, in tennis history, I guess.
Yeah, he's a great example of, of a true fighter, yeah. For example, Roger, with Roger Federer, we try to, to teach them to, how to stay focused uh, and uh, to be concentrated on court when you play. This is also a tool that we have extracted from Roger. For example, from Novak Djokovic, we have extracted the mental uh, toughness. So it's like a robot. He's entering new dimension when he plays tennis. Sometimes it's impossible. It's like a wall. And uh, we have extracted that this is also a tool. Uh, I make, to Mark and Andrea, made uh, specific exercises on this, playing uh, all different balls with different rotation, different access, different speeds. And they never had to, uh, to mistake, to make an enforced errors. Mm -hmm. They passed it through a hell, but they really understood what mental toughness is. Of course, Andrea and Marco are my two uh, oldest coaches. That's a good example of, of the kind of drilling you will do on, on court, you know, to get that um, mental toughness. A lot of guys that when I, when, I, when I train them and I give different rotation trajectory of the ball, speed, and, uh, you know, I make a hell on court, they give up. They say, this is not tennis. So you can immediately understand uh, the kind of resilience they have. So if they find, if they meet an opponent very strong mentally, they will immediately give up if they, if, if they can't play their way of playing tennis, you know? So this is also very important that people can understand. Mental toughness is this. You have to be concentrated. You have to be patient. You have to try to fight also when you will find an opponent that uh, don't make you play your best tennis, because most of the time, you, you know, very strong players, they don't make you play the tennis you want. Yeah, exactly. They always try to move you away from your comfort zone. I think that's exactly. what you see in the best players. On all kinds of club levels, you see uh, one common thing that I see is that players get really frustrated when they see when they face someone who's not playing tennis the way they think tennis should be played let's say someone who doesn't have very good technique he just pushes the ball back in court and he waits for their mistake but he just learned tennis himself but he can still move well and and play consistent tennis and with some with some clever clever uh, shot placement and so on and they completely break down and say this is not tennis which you you said yourself there and, and that's a very common thing you see on in tennis clubs that you you say okay i'm not playing against a tennis player i'm playing against someone else and they you know beat themselves and and lose the match and have a very negative mindset about it yeah exactly i confirm it uh, i agree it's a very common uh, thing which i totally disagree with because uh, you have to be able to 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 win them and uh, to try to improve your uh, you know your technique your mental part and your athletic part to win them when you will win them you will improve of course your ranking because uh, they are like uh, demons that we will meet in our path tennis path to improve but if you say okay this is not tennis uh, this is just spoiled so it's not, uh, it's not the way it should be. You have to be able to fight against them and win them, and then you will speak. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's more showing uh, uh, kind of a bad side of yourself when you get into that mindset and you're, you're being that negative. It's, it's all about what you can do on court, and it all falls on your shoulders in the end to, to find the solution uh, to a player that throws a very different kind of situation to you than maybe you're used to or that you don't enjoy and, and so on. Exactly. 
Is there anything else, Philip? I know you're a busy man and that you would like to add. Um, we can talk for hours if you want. I, I'm really, I, I love this topic. I think it's very interesting and I've, I've really enjoyed working with you and, and we'll enjoy to keep working with you. Um, but, you know, I, I know you're a busy guy as well. So, so you let me know. Well, uh, I think we said everything. Uh, all I want to underline is that uh, mental tennis, it's a, a new philosophy of approaching tennis uh, competition. Uh, it will give you a different perspective uh, in which you will have more fun, you will enjoy more, and of course you will enjoy also the fight. Uh, you, will, uh, you will enjoy sweating on court, you will enjoy being concentrated, you will, you will enjoy the adrenaline, and if you, and if you try to give the best you have on court, you, you have already won. Uh, because, let's say, let's face it, we have also an opponent playing against us. So we cannot, you know, just be egocentric all the time. So the most important thing is that people understand that it's a path and that they be patient to put into practice every day this step on court. Also, you know, not only to competing, but also to train. They have to put into practice uh, mental tennis as much as they they train their fore or back end they have to train their mind and they will see a huge a huge difference huge difference i repeat huge difference yeah and i completely agree i mean tennis is one of the most mental sports out there and i think this topic is overlooked a lot of the time because we we talk a lot about nutrition we talk a lot about physical fitness and training and equipment and and whatnot especially when we look at the pros but we don't pay enough attention on kind of the, the, the strongest part of the sport, which is the mental. I mean, you're you're literally fighting almost like a boxing match, uh, but on a tennis court and against an opponent. And it's, you know, one guy against one guy, one girl against one girl. And it's, it's, a, it's a fight. So you have to kind of get your mind ready for it and not be too negative and kind of release uh, your game the best way you can. So uh, I, I just find this topic overlooked and I, I think your work is, is very interesting and uh, really happy with it. So um, it was very nice talking to you about it and I'm, I'm going to enjoy more sessions with you in the future. Well, thanks, John. And remind that uh, Nova Djokovic said that tennis is a mental game. So if the first one in the ATP ranking says so, there will be a reason. And he's also a very good example of, uh, of yeah. just buckling down. He has, you know, match points against him, against uh, Roger a few times and manages to, to turn the match around against perhaps the best player in history. So uh, if that's not mental toughness, I don't know what is. <laughs> okay. So thanks a lot, Jonas, for giving me the, this opportunity to for this interview with you. Nothing, Filippo. I really enjoyed it. And um, if people want to reach you, it's mental-tennis.net, uh, right? So that's where they find mental tennis. Yeah, perfect. Okay, have a nice day. We'll talk you soon. You too. Ciao, bye. See you ciao, soon. Ciao, ciao.